Hello friends, thank you so so much for tuning in to today's episode of Getting Litty, a journey through all things literary. Today we are doing episode 4, which quite fittingly is all about escapism. And what does escapism mean? Well we're going to delve into that when the episode opens. Um, I just wanted to start off by saying, I hope you're all okay, I hope you're all looking out for one another, whoever your other is, if there is another, if not, you can go into my Instagram at Getting Late Pod. We'd love to hear from you. Um, it's a very uncertain time, and we all need a little bit of an escape every now and then. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to talk about escapism, what we do to escape, and maybe some tips for keeping yourself well during this time. If that would be useful to you, if not, you can just humor us. So, without further ado, here is a theme tune. <laughs> around past the intro and um, I'm joined today by the only person who could be here because he lives here that's Joseph Kelly bow, 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 bow. we will get more people in here but you'll just listen to Joe's Dawson Tones there's more people you can listen to to be fair thanks you're welcome Um. so what do we mean by escapism I've done that annoying thing and I've gone onto the dictionary website to bring up the dictionary definition in case anyone was in any doubt. And the dictionary definition of escapism according to the Cambridge Dictionary is a way of avoiding an unpleasant or boring life, especially by thinking, reading, etc. about more exciting but impossible activities. So I mean that's kind of it, but in this instance the one that Google threw up was more interesting, which said the tendency to seek distraction and relief from unpleasant realities especially by seeking entertainment or engaging in fantasy. So there you go. With that in mind, Joe, what do you do to try and escape or transcend reality, such as the one we're currently living in? <coughs> um, I don't know. What else have we been doing? We've been watching a lot of TV. Yep. Um, a lot of reading. A lot of reading. Because that's, again podcasts and things like that and listen to music or audio books and things like that yeah just what we, the the things that we can do yeah because that's the thing you have to you can only exist within the parameters that have been set out by the government really which is quite weird it's actually scary. that is weird it's, it's a weird situation to be living in um but i kind of have to like any time there's like ever like a snowstorm and the world stops for a couple of days it's kind of like we're in a, just a giant global snow day, except potentially lasting for six months. Yeah, exactly. And But anytime there's a snow day, you'll inevitably see memes of people being like, this country survived two world wars. And you're like, oh, Margaret, like, stop it. Like, I don't know any Margarets. Well, I probably do, but not that I've said that. Um, but no, so it, it's kind of true, though. Like, I hate to give voice to that particular, like, jingoistic attitude because it pisses me off but it is kind of true like we've gone through a worse night we could get through this anyway my point was have we gone yeah. through worse as as because I don't know if, sorry this is going to be horrible and I'm going to depress you and that, but I don't know if this I certainly haven't got through worse than this no we personally haven't but the world has 
I mean, think about World War. Think about how many people died in World War Two, like all across it. Yeah. Holocaust, Blitz. Yeah, that's true. People in front, like yeah. I, and but I there was a, there was still a certain element of control about that. Yes. Because it was it was it was a human. That was behind it. Yeah, it's something you'd physically see. And there was there was a definite way that that could stop. Yes. Like a war could be won. I mean, this can be. It can be, but. Yeah, I I don't know. It just it seems it's it's it is very weird. It's so it's strange. It's a strange yeah. old situation we've got going on. Which is why we need escapism. I agree. Um. So. Um. Yeah, I think you always judge me for how many books I buy. Yeah. But I mean, we're thanking me now, slightly. Are we? I don't think I'm gonna read most of the books that you've bought. I probably will. Um. Yeah. But I think, and also Disney Plus came out splat bang in the middle. Yeah, I think Disney Plus will be good because you kind of want to watch things that are a bit feel good. Yes, exactly. I agree. So I guess then to, to kind of summarise that point, we are, a lot of what we were doing before is kind of what we're doing now. We just yeah. don't really have the option to go out as freely. Although saying that, I still don't necessarily feel that imprisoned. I probably should, but I don't. There are, I mean, there are restrictions on your freedoms, but how many people, or how many times do you normally go out more than once a day? Very rarely, even once a day. Well, there you go. Like, if I don't have to go to work, which I'm currently doing from home, which is good, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't leave the house, probably. But then, actually, I was having a conversation there with, uh, with my friend Kim and that, and it's like, it's... I don't know, like, I... I realise now how idiotic I've been to not go out. But then she kind of made a point of like, well, it's not really idiotic because as long as you got some benefit from that, and I think I did at the time, mm-hmm. otherwise it wouldn't have gone on so long. But definitely now I've made a commitment to myself that when this is all kind of as done as it can be, or we get to a position where we are like, we can start to get back to normal, then that's like a vaccine or what it is. I will 100% live life not necessarily to the full where I'm going to like go and climb Mount Everest because who needs to but I will definitely go out and engage with people and me I, def- I think that's I, I see now how like just think about like shaking people's hands like not that I did that an awful lot anyway but you think that's done like no you can't do that now that's wild which is precisely why we need to escape so I'm going to go through this isn't going to be a long one probably just like a little bite size <coughs> little gorgeous little bit um, what kind of things we'll start off with films because mm-hmm. we've spoken a lot about I think books and theatre but we've not we'll obviously get to that probably in a minute but what kind of films would you recommend and I mean like specifically genre to begin with so to escape one or two I think you need like an ultimate kind of feel good kind of film mm-hmm. like Paddington one and two. Right. <laughs> not what I was meant you to say at all. Or like... Um, a feel-good kind of... I'm throwing a blank. But do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So, take the... You said Paddington as an example there. Yeah, what elements of it do you think of Paddington that are like escapist or feel-good? Or like, what is it about those that Paddington make you think? It's adorable. It is adorable. I'll give you that much. And the films are really good. There, the, 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 there, there is still that mild peril. Hugh Grant's horrid in it. Mm-hmm. So is, is it Kate Blanchett who's the bad in the first one? I can't remember. 
But um, yeah, there's there's that. But the, but they're they're quite heartwarming, family friendly kind of stuff. It's like a lot of the Disney films. This the, the, the Disney Plus, or you could go the polar opposite way and have like Inception, mm-hmm. where your brain is engaged with the film because you're you're thinking about it. It's a thinker. That's an interesting point. I wouldn't have thought that. So like a, a Christopher Nolan or like a David Lynch kind of film, something like that, mm-hmm. um, would probably be quite a good one. Yeah, I, I get that entirely. Like, it's, And I think with Paddington, as a point I'm going to come to with the book section specifically, okay. Paddington, I think, has the benefit of... Is, I always think of it as being like set in the 40s and 50s, but really it's not. It's not got any defined era, yeah. but it's done in a way that is quite like... I don't mean timeless in the sense that it will last forever, because it maybe won't, but... Timeless in the sense it doesn't really belong to any particular decade or, yeah. or <clears throat> period in British history. So that's it. It's an interesting one. Did you watch Paddington 1 and 2? I watched with you. Like, I've seen bits of it with you, but I think I was doing something else. Really, 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 really good films. Highly recommended. They're all on Amazon. Oh, good. It's good to know. Amazon um, Prime. We're not being paid by them yet, but hopefully... <laughs> But no, things like that, I think. But then anything you enjoy, I suppose. Yeah. It can be something that can be something new that you've not seen that you've always... Like, we were talking today where it was like, I think we should maybe try and find, like, classic yes. oldie kind of films yeah. that you've always wanted to see but I thought, God, I've never... What time? Yeah. Because all we have now is time. Yeah. Really. Um, I think, uh, to pick up on that point, I think I always wanted to watch... Um, seen probably most of the James Bond films mm-hmm. but not all of them so I would like to make a point of watching them all even the ones I've seen just to say I, I can definitely because there'll be ones I've seen that I've like not paid any attention to because we did that with the Marvel films yeah don't get me wrong there wasn't quite like 23 or 24 of them whatever and the Marvel films are all of a fairly good standard but there are some James Bond films that are that stinkers garbage yeah really 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 just I don't know if it was shite because it's usually I've watched it but like Moonraker oh no Moonraker's quite a good one it said in the, I had the video on Moonraker and it said in the back of it, it like basically said in the blurb of the video it was there to try and cash in on the success of Star Wars because at that point like because of that everything was yeah. in space and that's quite funny and um, that they would then go to like, I don't know it's just mad so picking up on that yeah absolutely would I've actually recently purchased um, A Star Is Born but the Judy Garland version because I've meant to watch that and how long I've been saying I need to watch that film for and I never have because I think I've maybe said this in previous instalments my attention span is not great I know it's not it's not good and that film clocks in at just under three hours so that would be a tricky one for me to have you ever watched apart from Titanic have you ever watched a film yeah that's that kind of length yeah absolutely I can't think of anything but I have done like is um Green Mile's quite long I've watched that yeah I, I think the problem is right it was when really smartphones came out that in like things like Doodle Jump found their way into my phone that I t- began to realise that uh, there was like, that's when my attention span got really bad Doodle Jump remember Doodle Jump that the escapism there you got that's a good yeah. formula I, that's a, something else I've been doing a lot of we'll come to that at the end okay. I play my mobile games not in it dodgy um, but no I certainly think going down the oldie the classic route and I think as well just I, I would agree the kind of feel good thing like I always want to watch Mrs Doubtfire because I think as well what they do especially with Mrs Doubtfire is it's kind of I mean Mrs Doubtfire is what 20 almost 30 years ago like mm. it's a long time 
but it's not so long ago that it's like unrecognisable. Yeah. And it's, it's Sister Act. You watch Sister Act. We did watch Sister Act and that was good fun. Um, I think you just need something that makes you feel good. Yeah. I think feel good is, is so important and because I think there's just we're living in a really really unfortunate time like I was speaking to Alex um, about like the differences because I think like we were just saying earlier the obvious comparison with the situation is like war and you think about World War 2 and you think about all those people that died what they didn't have at that point was a 24 hour news cycle yeah like that's relatively new to, to our generation and we it's really not good for anyone to have a 24 hour news cycle detailing the amount of people that have died in each country yeah. that's like toxic for your mental health it has to be like to the point where I've now had to say I can't really look at the news that often I'll skim it if I'm bored but I won't sit and go through specifics because as soon as I go through those specifics I'm I'm done for like yeah. that's it's not good for me um, when you think you see today that it's like oh the numbers have went down only 129 people have Die today or something and, like, like that. and, and like, when you reduce people to those statistics it's like well that's 129 horrible, people horrible and it is main, I've maintained just horrifiedness at, that's not a word but as soon as you hear someone's died the first question most people say is how old are they yes yeah doesn't matter as if it's like oh, if anyone over like 70 is expected oh thank god Aye. yeah I know horrible 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 way to live your life and in a sense I'm, I'm regretting even being about to say this I'm quite glad I don't have grandparents yeah. just now and that sounds horrible because I would love one of them still to have my grandparents but the, think of the worry I would have it just is too much it's too much um, that's a horrible thing to say but you know what I mean um, I'm trying to think of other films but Disney Plus definitely I think yeah. anything that, that, that nostalgia feeling things, that are, like, things like Star Wars uh-huh. and the Marvel films things that take place in like a completely different world things like yeah. that that's, that's, that's quite good yeah I agree but certainly I think Sister Act is a great example of something that is like so far beyond like you know any world that we recognise now yeah I think of other ones but I can't really at the moment um, but what about um, I'll move on into books um, I'm going to go into my trusty Goodreads profile here just to try and see the kinds of things I've read the last few weeks Um. But see if you're talking about like escapism, probably mm-hmm. it's something like Harry Potter, where you can just immerse yourself in that world. Yeah, because Harry Potter lets me realize a shite enough life that you could go, uh, well, yeah. at least I don't have an evil wizard trying to kill me. That's one thing. I think the last, so I'm going to look at what I've read or try and think of what I've read since this, because it has been bubbling away for a while. and I've been, of the year, I would say. I've been we following the story London, since, was... oh I it was talked about I've been following the story since um, like like the first cases were reported in Wuhan <laughs> it seems like I'm bragging I'm absolutely remember not. that that seems like a million years ago when yeah. you were hearing like oh there's you know a, a contagious virus spreading around this part of China and yeah I know it's like as well I, I don't want to make it any more of a downer than it already might be but like we've said it a lot of times like poor Caroline Flack like oh. her passing seems like a lifetime ago and what have we learned evidently nothing really kind of seems to have gone way the fuck out the window oh I don't know people hung out their windows and clapped the other day that was nice it was nice but then there was a thing this morning where it was a paramedic getting in their car you won't see it because you're not on Twitter a paramedic was getting in their car and all our neighbours were applauding her oh and 
every comment under well not every comment but loads of comments underneath it was I thought they were underpaid and she's getting a brand new Audi or has oh, a, so a new fuck. pair of white neck oh my god the mouse sorry about that um, we have a bit of a mouse problem in the house um, don't worry all the traps are out and fuck your human solutions because there are none anymore no I'm not going 14 miles no absolutely not come for us Peter what also just ordered oh, no, Peter can't because they blocked me on Twitter oh that's funny I've just ordered um, plug-in mouse repellers which apparently work it's quite a small house I'm sure I could plug them in every room and they'll just fuck off of their own volition anyway I don't know I came out a tennis racket a minute ago I was, I was ready to go We'll, we'll deal with that. We'll cross that bridge when, they, when we come to it. But anyway, so, yes, it's very kind that people are showing kindness and stuff, but obviously you're not going to see it everywhere, specifically re-us against mice. Um, anyway, so we'll move from films onto books. We'll try and get back into the swing of this and ignore the fact that there's a mouse in the kitchen somewhere. Um, what I've, I'm going to start this one because I, yeah, I was looking at my Goodreads actually, wasn't I? Yeah. Um, let's see. So really, since this has all started, I have read um, The Rubber Bride by Margaret Atwood, which I was actually still reading, I think, on her very first episode. That's how long it's taken me to, to get through it. But it was worth it in the end. And An Abundance of Catherines by John Green, um, which is the last John Green book I had to read, and I've now read them all, um, which is good. Um, but The Rubber Bride, I really enjoyed, and that was good escape, actually. Um, good escape? It was a good, a good escape in a way because it was kind of, it was Margaret Atwood's take almost on like a trashy bitchlet type thing. So in a way that was quite good because it was like done in a really thought provoking way. It was actually, it wasn't a comfortable read a lot of the time, but it was really enjoyable. Um, and Abundance of Catherines, that was about this boy who had only ever gone out with girls who were called Catherine. And in this story, he goes with his friend Hassan to, um to somewhere in, I think it's Tennessee, um, and they spend the summer working out in Tennessee, and that in itself, it's kind of rural countryside, that was quite escapey. Um, at the moment, I'm actually reading Pride and Prejudice, which is as the, is the, shameful as somebody with a, a degree in English to admit this, but I'd never read Pride and Prejudice before, um, because I just never had, and it never appeared in any of my uni texts, but there it is now. And you know what, I have to say, it is providing an escape in a way I didn't imagine because it's kind of a bit of a trifecta really because it's this kind of country manner and they're chit-chatting about things a bit like finding somebody a husband and why that's not a good idea and all in this kind of language it takes a wee minute just to find your rhythm in it's all these things that all kind of combine to form like the ultimate escape. Like, it's literally escape to the country, kind of. But, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that kind of works. Um, what about you in terms of book escapes? So, <laughs> it's the same thing, I think, with the films. Like, I'm currently reading The Book of Dust, which is the prequel to His Dark Materials. His Dark Materials are probably quite a good escape. Because <laughs> it's Britain, but not really Britain. Yeah, uh-huh. Because it's quite like there's magic and weird shit going on, mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah, um, pop for some weird shit. I like that. I bet you like some of those chiclet kind of trashy reads would be really good. Yeah, totally. Just mindless. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I think what I was finding about 
I guess it's sort of the same idea with Pride and Prejudice was reading specifically like as a general kind of hobby mm-hmm. I was reading like 50 pages at a time and going oh, I didn't even think about it for a bit like because it's, it's hard to think about anything else just now um, but uh, yeah I, I feel like it's easy just to lose yourself in a book and especially with something that, that is like fantastical or like the old like I think it is I think that's the key with reading is it has to be something that's so like far removed from what you're living and it's kind of to go back sorry to the films like on Netflix just now I think like the most like the recommended titles are like films about pandemic Aye, like that, that contagion and things like that who's know. watching things like that just I now get a grip people want friends they want ab fab yeah they want things like that well, let's I've been watching Peep Show okay well, let's move into TV series then, because that's pretty much takes us swiftly onto that. So you would recommend something like Peep Show, Twin Peaks, Twin Peaks. Yeah, Twin Peaks is always a goer. We'll have to do an episode about Twin Peaks sometime in the future when yeah. we've got a bit more wherewithal about us, and hopefully we don't get fucking distracted by vermin, little bastards. Keep an eye out because I'm I'm going for it like Roger Federer with that tennis racket. If I see it coming anywhere near, um, I'd support that decision wholeheartedly. But I don't think you'll see it again tonight. Why? Because it, I just... I don't think you will. I think it's brazen that it was out in the first place, but I don't know. Sorry, this is this is good escape for you. We're sitting here talking yeah. about fucking mice. Um, yeah, so you would think of comedy, but then you also said Twin Peaks. We've also been watching Lost. Because mm-hmm. you've seen that through... I don't know how many times. Yeah, a couple. Um, I have seen the first four series in full. I've seen part of the fifth series... Um, I've seen the first series at least I've, when we finish it I'll have seen the first series now I think three or four times which is fine like I don't mind because it's a good series um, and that's a good escape that's people who've literally plane crashed on a, on an island in the middle of the ocean mm-hmm. that's ideal I see in the middle of the ocean that's redundant of course an island is in the middle of a whatever um, so that's quite good escape for me um, yeah I think you're on the right track with like Peep Show I do like a comedy Things like Friends and things like, like the Royal Family that was on last night. Yeah. Royal Family is probably like my favourite TV show like from Britain. Um, but things like The Simpsons as well. You can never go wrong with The Simpsons. Um, and I know you judge the shit out of me for it, but I do love The Real Housewives. Yeah. Anything, anything that Bravo has made provides you like this, just a, an escape. Because again, it's like it's a world that isn't impacted by this. They're just absorbs your brain cells, so you can't think when you've not got a brain. Because Andy Cohen's executively produced your brain cells away. That's fine. I'll take it. I'll take it at this point in time. I just, I just enjoy I it. Hate the Real Housewives. He does really hate them, and I really enjoy it. The thing is, I didn't particularly mind it. Like the Beverly Hills one, I can, I could deal with. But this new shit that you're watching, it is literally the same episode. With the same bogging people. So I've been watching New York more recently because I used to watch that and I had gotten like the first four series and I'm now trying to work my way through till the end. So I've sat in the fifth series and I've just started season nine. Um, so I have two, nine, ten, eleven to go and then the new ones start. So lots to get oh, through. Oh, is numb being on the edge of seat waiting for it. Lots of time to do it. Um, yeah, but okay well we're on that then so you didn't mind Beverly Hills as much because Lisa Vanderpump it's not even because that I just thought that, that it, was, it was watch- I, it was more variety the people there was likeable people in it 
There's no likable people in that New York one. Not a single one of them is likable. They're all horrible. And again, the story is the story. It's, yeah. it's the same episode again and again and again and again and again. Mm-hmm. And I just I just do not understand what pleasure you get from viewing it. It's 28 episodes of the same thing happening. <laughs> and then they replay all these arguments, but with Andy Bastard fucking Cohen <laughs> moderating it. I don't know. I, I don't know why I like it. I just I like, I like him. Is it because I don't? And you're doing it despite me. <laughs> no, my existence is not despite you, doll. Like I, I couldn't care less. Like, I, I have to say, speaking frankly for a moment, it does bother me how much you dislike it. And you've always said how much you dislike it, but you had a rant yesterday that was about like, oh, okay, well, I won't bother watching on the telly anymore. Like, but and I so. I like watching it and I, I do I enjoy it from the point of view of like because it is mindless like my feeling right and it's it kind of probably started when I was at uni because I was like I'm having to read things that I maybe don't always enjoy that I haven't demand like my full attention and I don't necessarily want to have to do that all the time mm-hmm. but I have to because it's part of my degree so the kind of counter to that was to watch shit on the telly like I don't want to sit and watch like no offence to them of it, like, a Lost or, like, a Twin Peaks or something. Like, when I was doing essays, I used to watch Jackass because Jackass is entertaining enough that you you can enjoy it and it makes you happy or whatever, it makes you laugh, but that you don't have to invest your full attention. Mm-hmm. And I guess Real Housewives is like that. And I'm not going to blame it on what's happening now because this was before that. Before that. Like, I worked through... I clocked out, right? Now, I have watched, like, New Jersey, New York, Beverly Hills... Well, New York, New Jersey before like recently but I've probably watched over 500 episodes now I'm only a little bit ashamed only a little bit can we just for the record say that you were aware that I hated this this mess but you've just said you've watched 500 episodes of it well like I say your rant yesterday changed my mind so I started watching season 9 of New York on my iPad today because I feel like I have to because I'm an emotional abuser apparently I mean, we didn't say that. That's not what anybody said. That's not what the implication of this is. We all have our tastes. They're all different. You like your football, but unfortunately, the football's not happening at the moment because, you know, the world's sick. As Carmode and Mayo say, what with one thing and another, that's what they describe it as. So when they're talking about... I like that. What with one thing and another. They've also done a thing where they've got Tom Hanks... (gasps) at the end of each episode just a clip of Tom Hanks speaking oh well, that would be very calming it is I do love Tom Hanks um, so we're thinking so I, we all have our different things for escaping like for TV series certainly and mindless and funny I think is my prerequisite or you go the opposite direction like we're lost yeah. where it is a bit dramatic and it's, but it's, it's so far removed from where we are now I think the key in all of this if you were to to wrap it up in a neat little bow is to say it can't be what we're like. I don't want to watch a TV series like a soap for. No, I think there's many soaps in that. Well, not, definitely not anymore. <laughs> I think I don't want to see that. I want to see. And I think with the going back to the Real Housewives, they're so disconnected from real life. Uh-huh. If you think about, it, I'm not. I'm not trying to sell you on it because I know you're never gonna like it. But for me, I think that's part of it as well. Um, so that's kind of talking about things that we would use to escape, right? I think. As long as it's something you enjoy. Yeah, and as long as it takes you out of your situation yeah. for a minute because the 24-hour news cycle thing is not healthy for anybody. No. Whoever you are. Like, it's just not. 
you look at poor Hoda Kotbe from um, Hoda poor Hoda she's a host on um, not Good Morning America the Today Show um, over in the US and she she was really upset and I don't blame her because I think you have to have those it's quite sobering like there, there's no escape from it and for somebody like her where she's having to like relive it all the time like you know she did have a cameo on Kirby Enthusiasm the other day what did she? that there's like a good escapism programme oh because yeah that most recent season of that is maybe the funniest TV I've ever seen oh. it is so 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 funny mm-hmm. Larry David's a, a lovable curmudgeon isn't he? yeah oh if you're going to talk funny American TV shows I can't believe I'm not mentioning Dirty Rock I do love Dirty Rock although I don't know weirdly it's not been one I've like leaned on yeah I do love it though I really do love that. I'd far rather came in and you were watching 500 episodes of 30 Rock in a row than your house. see but even when I did that previously because it has happened before you've said oh you're watching this again I'm like well yeah but it's just because you always say things like oh I would like to start watching this and every time an opportunity presents itself <laughs> I do just go back to you the... put the Simpsons on Simpsons is my fave though Simpsons is my absolute fave um, so I think I, I don't know I just, Whatever you enjoy. Yeah, whatever whatever gets you through this. There's really. not seven or eight overprivileged, no talent white women <laughs> being just horrible. That's each another other. thing. They are all unless you're watching like Atlanta or Potomac. They are all just white women. It's taking the Beverly Hills girls a little. This will be season ten to get a a a housewife of color. But I get you know me. I get annoyed at people who have become wealthy and famous beyond anyone's wildest dreams whilst having the talent of a cucumber you do have that 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 is a bugbear of yours i will will grant you that and you happen to gravitate towards that kind of well this see this is a society this is a debate for another day because you and i have a different idea of what no talent is I will I will acquiesce no i'm not saying they have any talent i will agree with you there there's very like Obviously, they all have their jobs and whatever, but I don't necessarily think that that is a... They've, they've gotten that because of talent. I think that's something else. They've gotten there because they've married wealthy men. No, okay. Yeah, I no, have to, I have they to challenge have you on that. Because they have married wealthy men. No, Lisa Vanderpump is a restaurateur. She has lots and lots of restaurants in and around California uh-huh. and Las Vegas. Uh-huh. She's not there because her husband's wealthy. She's... Her husband's... No, that's an argument for another day. Not all of them are there because their husbands are wealthy. They're literally called the real housewives. Yeah, but like housewife then doesn't necessarily imply that they are like housewife. They are housewives in the sense that they are married and in most cases have children. That's all that means. Anyway, we're going to a murky subject. We're not going to go there. So, tips for mentally surviving the next wee while. I would say indulge in any of these things that I've mentioned. You may have varied degrees of success. Not everybody might want to read Pride and Prejudice or watch Lost or, you know, but it's important that you find something to, to distract you. Yeah. That's what that's what you need. You need something to distract you. Even just, like, looking at the window. I quite enjoyed the other day when we were just watching, not watching the world go by because it wasn't going by, but, like, just sitting looking at the window. I like the I fact that, that because of the decreased traffic on our street, there's more cats about. Yes. There's a lot of cats about and it's been great. We should actually get Angus in. Get him in there now. I don't know where that thing is. Anyway, we'll forget about the mouse for a second. Um, I think turn off the news. That's a huge one. Like, if you, uh, skim the news if you absolutely, absolutely must. But 
it's not going to change. Like, it's the situation that we're in the now. It's important to surround yourself with the things that make you transcend your current reality, because this situation isn't going to magically disappear. Easier said than done. Of course, but you like, just get yourself in the mindset that okay, it's shit, but it's not going anywhere just now. Yeah. Find something that makes you happy, that makes you escape. Like, see all my, see all my pals. A good, a good number of my pals, specifically from like work, have been we've in the group chat that from what we've watching on like Disney Plus today. Yeah. That's that kind of thing is great because not everyone's like me where they'll watch have watched Disney continuously over the years. A lot of people won't have done that. So it's kinda of good now that we're in this position where everyone can kinda of go back and be a bit nostalgic. All that stuff yeah. definitely helps. Um turn off the news. And the one thing I have been doing this like silently is because I think we said this yesterday, I wake up in the morning, it takes me a good few minutes to remember where we are and what's happening just because I'm quite woozy in the morning and I think one affirmation that has been helping me is um, that however long this goes on the in the morning when you wake up you are one day closer to it being over it is important to remember that the situation we're in however long it rumbles on is temporary this too shall pass absolutely this fucking too fucking shall fucking pass language no it's my podcast I will swear if I like I'm traumatic. There's been a mouse since what going on just now. Um, <laughs> and do you have anything else you'd like to add? Wash your fucking hands. Wash your fucking hands. Stay the fucking side unless absolutely necessary. I do think that is an important thing. I do think going and getting some fresh air. Yes. Even if it's going standing outside in your garden or if it's going standing outside. Yeah, like I've sat at the bottom of the stairs a couple of times. For so have you. a minute or two. You've got to get that fresh air. Because it is shite. Yeah. But I'm partial to a headache and I've found that fresh air helps that massively. It would have been good if someone had said to you when you were moaning about headaches, why don't you get some fresh air? Uh, well, that's plenty from you. Um, Thank you for listening if you have listened thus far. Thank you. Bit of a shorter one, I think, today, which is good. It needs to be yeah. a shorter one. Um, We'll update you on the mouse situation. Don't forget, the only currently the only social media that I'm on with this podcast is at getting litty pod that's instagram at getting litty pod pod <laughs> at getting litty pod all one word no g in getting and litty's l-i-t-t-y pod no g in get oh getting oh no it's not like etting no it's like getting litty pod um i don't i'm not gonna go on twitter and promote it because i don't have to just now no um, i can if you really want that's what you could do maybe bring yeah. in a, an audience from twitter uh-huh. um also we are uh, the last time we did this we weren't on Apple Podcasts now we are that's good so we're on Apple we're on Spotify we're on most of the places I don't know if we're on um, SoundCloud yet I think we probably will be but we're on Apple now so you can find us on Apple um, if you just so happy to be listening to this episode on Spotify but you know whatever you can find us on Apple um, and Anchor the website the app that I use to record these which has been fine recently I take back everything I said um, they tell me how many plays the podcast has had. Uh-huh. Um, it doesn't tell you that for Apple because it, it's the way they host it. But I believe we are now on about 77 plays overall for all three episodes. Yeah. We're the little engine that could. So it'd be, really, <laughs> it'd be really nice for this if it could take us over 100. So that could be a little gift to me because it's my birthday in a few weeks. I'm probably going to be spending it indoors. Um, 
I would love it if we could get this episode to take us over 100 plays. So thank you for listening if you have. There's and no excuse because you've not got anything else to do. You've, you, you have fuck all to do. Wash your hands, get some fresh air if you need to. Don't go within two metres of people and listen to this podcast. And please take note of the stuff that we've spoken about today because it is all, I think it's all. I'll let you know once I finish Pride and Prejudice. Don't know what the next episode will be. Don't know when it'll be out, but... So double rainbow. Oh, double what? rainbow. What a lovely way to oh, finish. That's okay. Anyway, yeah. um, thank you. Take care of yourselves. Wash your hands, stay safe. All best wishes, kind regards. I'm not going to bother doing a little thing at the end. Just put a little bit of music in, but that'll be cute. Anyway, love you. Bye. 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 Thanks. Bye. <laughs>